Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. How's everyone doing? Happy Thursday. If it's Thursday for you, let's get right into it. What's new with me? I am currently home, back in the OG recording spot, in the closet, in my house, in Minnesota. It's always funny being back here in this exact spot. I like coming back to where it all started. I really, really do. But yes, I am home. I have been getting to spend so much amazing quality time with my family, which I am so grateful for. I have an incredibly exciting weekend up ahead. One of my best friends is getting married. We have multiple days of events coming up. It is a traditional Indian wedding. So, so many festivities, so many fun outfits, so many cool locations. So I'm excited to share bits and pieces of that after it happens. Today we are going on a boat as kind of a welcome party for everybody to come into town. So that's going to be so nice. Going out on the water, the weather has been beautiful, thank goodness. And we have 4th of July coming up here. So hopefully some of you guys get a long weekend. Maybe you get to spend some time on the water, at least some time in the sun. And eat a hot dog or a burger, maybe a veggie burger, some fruit. Watermelon is such a staple fruit for 4th of July for me. So I likely will be having that. Maybe you guys will too. I'll make sure to recap everything I did for that day as well next week after it's occurred. But until then, let's get into the rest of this episode because I have a lot to talk about this week. A lot going on and a lot that's been in my head since I've been home here in Minnesota. So let's get through it all. I'm excited to share. But let's first start off with some news. What's hot in the world right now? One story... According to VogueBusiness.com, Rihanna appoints new Savage X Fenty CEO. Savage X Fenty, the lingerie brand co-owned by music star Rihanna and investors including LVMH, has a new CEO. Rihanna, who has held the position since she founded the lingerie brand in 2018, is stepping down for the role to be replaced by Hilary Super, former CEO of Anthropology Group. The switch went into place June 26th. Rihanna, whose personal net worth is estimated as more than $1.4 billion, remains in a leadership role as executive chair. Rihanna says, It's been beautiful to see our vision for Savage X Fenty impact the industry at such an incredible magnitude over the last five years. This is just the beginning for us, and we're going to continue to expand in new ways that always connects with the consumer. I'm so grateful and excited to welcome Hillary Super as our new CEO. She is a strong leader and is focused on taking the business to an even higher level. Super was global CEO at Anthropology Group and previously held leadership positions at retailers, including Guess, American Eagle, Gap, and Old Navy. She says, I'm thrilled to join the Savage X Fenty family. The brand is a major powerhouse in the lingerie and apparel industry and its unwavering commitment to celebrity inclusivity and fearlessness is inspiring. She joined Savage X Fenty as the brand seeks to expand its retail footprint beyond e-commerce, developing further into brick and mortars and kickstarting wholesale. Since early 2002, Fenty has opened seven stores in U.S. cities, including Los Angeles, Houston, Las Vegas, and Atlanta. The brand said in a statement, We have a highly engaged customer base, with our direct-to-consumer model, and also recognize that there is opportunity for us to expand further by meeting customers where they are and offering other avenues of accessibility. 
The company raised $125 million in January 2022 in a Series C funding round, with participation from previous investors L. Catterton, Avenir Growth Capital, Sunley House Capital Management, and Jay-Z's Mercy Venture Partners. Exploratory plans for a $3 billion IPO were widely reported in early 2022, but the company said it was, quote, unable to comment on speculation when asked about it by Vogue Business. All right, so this story kind of makes sense to me. Rihanna is doing so, so much now. Obviously, she has her Fenty Beauty brand. She is a huge pop star. She's been making more music. She played at the Super Bowl halftime show. She's a mom. Her family is growing. She has had such an incredible amount of success already. So to step down as CEO makes a lot of sense to me. I think it would allow her to take one thing off her plate, even though she still is staying on the board. I think having somebody else as CEO probably allows her to focus on other elements in her life that she is already seemingly excelling in, but now she can just be even more focused in those ventures and possibly more ventures to come. She is quite literally unstoppable in my mind. It seems that she does it all, she can do it all, and I'm sure she has a fair amount of help. I'm sure a lot of help, actually, based on how much money she has because of how successful she is. But still, it's a lot for one person to have their name so heavily connected into every single thing that they're doing. So I'm guessing this was the right move for her at the right time. I'm interested to see where this brand goes with this new CEO. Of course, time will tell. But I think it is important for Rihanna to stay on the board to make sure that that vision is still being seen throughout the company, even with new leadership. That's it for what's hot. Now let's get right into what's good. This section this week is going to be a bit unconventional. I know that I usually recommend movies or TV shows or products, things like that. But this week, I found myself starting to make a list of things that are good that I don't usually recommend to you guys because some of them seem sort of obvious, but I think it's just good to appreciate them and remind yourself how much you love them. Or at least it was good for me to remind myself how much I love them or how helpful some of these small things are. So here's one of the first things, something that I love, something that I wouldn't say is underrated because I know a lot of people love this, but sometimes I forget how much I love it until I haven't had it in a really long time or I get to have it again. And that is a home-cooked breakfast specific to breakfast because a home-cooked meal we all love a home-cooked meal you guys there's something so warm loving amazing about a home-cooked meal that makes it so much more special fresh loving honestly tastes better in my opinion a lot of times but specifically breakfast is one that I don't think of that often but it is something that I love so much One, breakfast is my personal favorite meal of the day, so already that's a category that I love. But a lot of times when I'm thinking about what I love about breakfast, I'm like, oh, I love the food groups, but I also like going out for breakfast. I like getting coffee and juice, and I also like a traditional type breakfast, which I think why too, I've realized how much, even though I like going somewhere for breakfast, 
how much I like a home-cooked breakfast. A traditional home-cooked breakfast, you can have your eggs, your toast, some fruit perhaps, maybe turkey bacon. I personally love turkey bacon. It doesn't need to be that elaborate, but something like that is so good. And I also just love having that with my family. My mom is an expert at breakfast. My dad pretty much takes all the other meals and is a true, true chef, you guys. But my mom does breakfast like no one else in this world. It's made so well and made with so much love. Another item that I wanted to put on the list this week is something that I realized again when I was home because I have it at home, but I don't have this in my apartment in Chicago and I really feel like I need to have it because it makes things so much easier. That is an extension cord by your bed. This is another one that may seem obvious if you already have it, or maybe you're like, oh, actually, I've never thought of this before. And that's kind of the boat that I'm in, even though I have thought of it before because I do have an extension cord by my bed at my home in Minnesota. But in Chicago, for some reason, I forgot how helpful that can be. We have so many chargers, you guys. At least I personally definitely do. I have my phone charger. I have my Apple Watch charger. I have my charger for my Kindle. If I ever want to have my laptop near me in bed, I would have to plug in my laptop as well. And I know that there are specific charging stations that can help you charge all of your devices at once, but an extension cord does the exact same thing, if you really think about it. It can do pretty much exactly what a charging station does. And it's funny because my mom started traveling with an extension cord to put by her bed at night wherever she is, which is also such a smart thing that I think I'm going to start doing because it really is so helpful. I hate when I have to decide what I'm going to charge when, when we could be charging everything at the exact same time. Let's maximize, you guys. Next, another realization that I had while I was home, a game that I love. And this is a game that I feel like not a lot of people think about at all, and that is Dominoes. Dominoes is such a fantastic game. I don't know if you guys have played it. I personally have only played it a couple times in my life, but we are a big game family, so whenever we're home, we're bringing out all the games, we're trying new things, we're playing the ones that we know that we love already, and Dominoes entered into the mix, and I realized that I really, really enjoy it. It's so simple, but there is still strategy in it. And I don't know if I actually recommended Domino's to you guys on a different episode. I may have because there was a cover image of Domino's that I took, and an episode was actually called Be the First Domino, which is actually one of my favorite cover images. So if you haven't seen that one, go check it out on the Instagram at typicallypeachy. But if I did recommend Domino's before to you, then I'm recommending them again. I gotta get my own set because I want to play dominoes more. All right, and then the last thing for what's good, besides our song, of course we're gonna get to our song, but the last item type thing is kind of more of a PSA. And again, I'll get into why I realized all this in need to know basis, but the PSA is the thing that's good is to get rid of your aesthetically pleasing packages. Okay, I'm talking about Apple boxes, headphone boxes, 
items and things that I feel like a lot of times tend to be a little bit more on the pricey side. So the brand a lot of time has specifically spent a lot of time on their packaging, making it so nice, so neat. But just because a brand focused on that doesn't mean we have to keep them. That is a mindset that I am telling myself over and over again. Because truly, why do I need my laptop box from 10 years ago? I don't even use that laptop anymore. That laptop like fully died on me. And I still have that box. Why do I have that box? I feel like it's a tendency that people have to keep stuff that looks nice like that in case one day you need it. But that in case one day has never come for me. Again, it's been probably over 10 years that I've had this box that has nothing in it. It's just the packaging box. I don't know if you guys have this problem of getting rid of stuff like that, but I have found that I do. And what is good is to get rid. Get rid of all the boxes unless you anticipate returning something or I guess selling it one day. If you don't think you're going to do either of those, recycle the box. And last up for what's good, your song. It is called Sway by Fitz and the Tantrums. This song is such a great summer song. High energy, so fun. You can find it, as always, on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. And now, let's get into Need to Know Basis, because I feel like this is a very important part of this episode this week, because it has been something that has been incredibly top of mind. I told you I'm home. I told you I've been having a great time spending time with my family, all the good stuff. I'm about to celebrate one of my best friends. But another thing that I'm trying to focus on doing while I'm here is letting go of some things. Now, first off, I recognize you may be listening to this right now. Maybe you don't have this problem. Maybe it is not hard for you to let go of things. Maybe it's incredibly easy. Maybe you don't like clutter at all. And to be fair, I don't like clutter either. I really like to have space. I really like to have things be organized. But my problem is, is that what I like even more than that is having tangible memories. I am a tangible memory saver, a tangible memory collector. There is something to me that in my mind, stuff is not just stuff. A piece of clothing that I have, it's not even necessarily about if I think I'm going to be wearing that or not in the future. It's more that when I see that piece of clothing, I equate it to a memory. I think, oh, I was there with these people doing this specific thing when I was wearing that shirt. And maybe I've worn that shirt a hundred times, but that specific memory stands out because of that shirt. So that's why a lot of times it's hard for me to get rid of stuff because also those memories that I'm remembering when I see or wear that shirt, they're not memories that would automatically be unlocked unless it had an item attached to it. Do you guys know what I mean? Like you would remember a family vacation or something big or a big life moment or other memories that really stand out to you. But a lot of times really small simple memories, I can't really just pull those out of nowhere. Of course, if a situation sparks that memory, then you think, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember something similar to that. But with a tangible item, 
it's so much easier to unlock that memory and also kind of unexpected. You don't know what memory you're going to get when you see an item that you've had for a long time. So that's the backstory of why I have kind of a tough time getting rid of things. And I will say too, a lot of times for me, it is mostly clothes. I don't hold as much association with objects. And that might just be because clothes, you're out experiencing life while wearing them. So those memories and experiences are being formed when you have them on your body. Versus an object, you don't always take it with you. So I guess it has less memorable value to it. I don't know, that's why I think clothes hold more importance for me, but that's just my guess. But regardless, I'm telling you all of this because I want to say that if you feel similar to me about this, that it's hard for you to let go of things, I think first off, it's okay. I feel like I've gotten down on myself a lot for like, why can't I get rid of it? Why can't I just let go of the thing that potentially has a memory tied to it? But it's hard. I recognize that if you are similar to me in this respect, I recognize that it's probably very hard for you too. But I also want to acknowledge that the only reason it's so hard, at least for me in my situation, is because I recognize how incredibly fortunate I was to grow up in a way where I have things to hold on to. That my parents both provided a situation for me and my siblings to even, more than just the clothes, have the memories that they made or that they helped us make that has now made it so that I have so many positive memories associated with the things that I have. So I understand how incredibly fortunate of a situation it is to be in, to have things to even need to get rid of. And I think sometimes thinking of it in that way, knowing that what you have, if you are getting rid of it, especially if it's clothes or things that are still really well intact, they're going to have a new home, they're going to have new memories equated with it for other people. That's something that I've really tried to think about when trying to get rid of some things because that makes me happy. It makes me happy that somebody else will have memories tied to it, that these items aren't just going nowhere. They're not just going to be lost forever. They're going to have a new story associated with them. So that's one thing that I think has been helping. I don't know. I'm still in the process of it all. But another thing that kind of goes with the it's okay that it's hard is that one thing that I have found that has honestly made it less and less hard over time is time. If you have the opportunity to give yourself time to almost separate yourself from the things that you want to hold on to because of the memories, but you know you're not going to wear them, they're not your staple clothes anymore, Sometimes when you come back to them and you see those items, and this may kind of sound sad I'm realizing right now, but sometimes when you look at those items again, you don't have a memory associated with them anymore. (laughs) That actually does sound really sad, but it's not sad, okay? I'm trying to look at it in a really positive way because it's okay to not hold on to every single memory ever created in your life. And that's hard for me to say and it's hard for me to accept because I am so big on memories. I am just such a nostalgic person. But if you can look at something and it no longer has so much meaning for you, in this case, it's a good thing. Because then 
that makes it so much easier to get rid of. If you look at it, you think to yourself, okay, I'm really not going to wear this ever again. I don't really remember where I did wear it. And it doesn't mean anything to me when I'm looking at it. It's got to go. It's got to go right there and then. Just in case a memory does pop up later, don't even wait for later, okay? That's a plus that you don't have it right now. Just get rid of it now because that gets overwhelming. We're trying to let things go here, guys, okay? And I think really truly time is one of the best, easiest ways to help get rid of things. But if you don't have that time, maybe do that same exercise. Look at every individual thing. Ask yourself, are you going to wear it again or are you going to use it again? What is the actual tangible memory associated with it? Do you really feel like you only have that memory because of this item? And then maybe instead of keeping that thing, especially if you know you're not going to use it or wear it anymore, maybe take a picture of it and write down the memory that you have associated with it. Because the actual thing is what takes up space, right? But if we have a picture and a jotted down memory, maybe that can help reduce all of this. And again, I am currently going through this, so I am by no means an expert. I would actually specifically not call myself an expert. Everybody in my family would also not call me an expert. But the thing that I have found that also makes it hard is that so many things come back in style or so many things get then labeled vintage and then it's really cool to have them. Like imagine how many people had Polaroid cameras, like one of the first iterations of a Polaroid camera. That would be so cool to have in a time where people are loving Polaroid cameras again. If nothing else, you could sell it and you could probably make some money off of it. And I feel like it's hard because even though my family views me as the one that saves everything, sometimes they have liked that. Sometimes they're like, oh, do we still have that? That would have been so great to have. And I'm like, yes, we do still have that. I saved it. So that makes it challenging, all right? When you find something that you're like, did or did I not save this? I really hope that I saved it. And then you find out that you did save it. And then you feel like you should always save things. But it has gotten to a point that I personally am trying to downsize. And it is true that when you have too many things, too many things that take up space, it can get stressful. Even when I had a storage unit, that was stressful to me. It was stressful knowing that I had stuff out there that was my own. I was just paying for it to be stored. I don't want that. And I feel like me and my boyfriend have done a pretty great job at keeping our apartment clean. There's not a lot of clutter at all there. So I want to implement that into as many aspects of my life as possible, starting with my childhood home. I really just would like to feel that kind of release from all this stuff. So even though I am a tangible memory saver, I'm going to try to dwindle it down. I'm going to try to remind myself that even though not every single memory can exist without a physical item attached to it, that's okay. Some things are meant to be experienced and not remembered so heavily in detail. I think that's got to be something I put in my notes app and remind myself every day. Because as I just said it there, I was like, yeah, Emma, that is true. It's okay. It's really all okay. If you're struggling with this, 
or maybe not even struggling, but feel like you also need to create a little bit more space in your life, then listen here and now. Let's practice this all together. Let's inspire each other. Instead of saving it all and only focusing on the memories, instead of all of the exciting opportunities in the future, let's let go and let live. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Let's create some space while giving ourselves some grace. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 